stuff well here we are again um i can't believe it's been two years since we uh last recorded and do you remember that the last show that we did was just after the beast from the east yeah it was it was march wasn't it yeah yeah and it was also yeah. our 40th birthdays so such a long time ago yeah happy uh, memories and now we'll find ourselves in the midst of a uh, coronavirus a outbreak. So I think this has the... suddenly become like a public service broadcast somehow. So anyway, welcome yeah, back. It's, uh, well, yeah, welcome back. And uh, basically, John, we're in the middle of a shitstorm. We thought it was bad two years ago, but now this is fucking real. This shit's real, man. In, in what sense? Like what's what's got you troubled? Is it the isolation? Well, is it like, are you, are you wondering where the food's going to come from? What What's going on? Listen, I've actually lost weight. Not through actually exercise or dieting. Yeah, I, just, I know because of the pubs are shut. The pubs are shut. Greg's is shut. I've actually just realised how much shit I eat and how much beer I drink. Oh, you know? my God. So, I know. That's terrible. So, like, you haven't been doing any indoor exercises recommended by the government or anything like that? Uh, no. Do you, what, what, what other than... Well, what what recommendation? All I've been doing is uh, literally... Do you know how things take... A, a job in the house takes a certain amount of time, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, as in walking into a room or, you know, making a sandwich. All I'm doing is moving slower. How, how slow? Well, I just, I want, so if a, a 10 minute job, say like, um, I'm trying to make a sandwich mm-hmm. and it would normally take us, you know, say 30 seconds. If I make the sandwich slower and pan it out over like two minutes, you know, the time passes quicker during the day. Does that make sense? Are you trying to, I thought we were talking about exercise, so are you saying you're exercising well, by making sandwiches? Uh, slower. All right, okay. So I'm moving slower, and that's my exercises. I'm just doing slower exercises. So... To help the time pass quicker. Yeah, so you, like, it's a double-edged sword, <laughs> isn't it? It's like boredom and like weight loss at the same time. Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't really been 
doing much exercise. I think the only thing I'm, the only exercise I'm getting at the minute is like straining on the toilet. Ah, uh, that's a problem when you move slower as well. <laughs> Literally, I can't get to the toilet quick enough. I'm covered in piss and shit. Are you really? Just, you know, I'm covered. It's like somebody's had a dirty protest. It's, you know, I suppose you can't get, br- you can't get out in the rain or anything, can you? To get like a rinse rinse on or a. It hasn't been raining either, has it? Have you not got any it's water or something? Is your water being cut off? No, it's just if I'm, if I'm sticking to the move slower, you know, to make time pass quicker, then going to the toilet when you need a piss, uh, you know, you've got to break that rule. But I'm sticking to that rule. Mm-hmm. So literally, I just have to wet myself. Okay. Well, you've got, yeah. an, you've got an unusual approach to... Uh... You know, saying that's the usual. You, 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 you saying I should wash in the rain? Is that why you get washed? Just <laughs> outside when it starts to rain. <laughs> you know, it's that. Uh, listen, this is all but, I do with self isolation, mate. You know, you, my mind's my mind slipping. Is it? Uh, definitely. I'm just letting myself go. That's all. Yeah, that... I'm just getting washed like you know once every couple of weeks. And are you are you like managing? Uh feed yourself okay and stuff are you getting enough to eat and what have you food's not a problem no food's not a problem that's a stern that's a stern response so like never never been never 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 found it a difficulty to get my hands on food yeah well what about like uh you know there's been a lot of panic buying and hoarding and shit going on uh so like what's the most irrational thing that you've bought do you think an irrational purchase. Yeah, I mean, people are buying sta- like the staples, like rice and pasta and stuff, and eggs and all that like stuff. You know, the the most obvious source of nutrients. You know, you just go for the staples, and you think, right, okay, I'm gonna be pasta's good. I can keep that in there. You know, it keeps rice keeps. Um, well, I mean, I, I'm not as a. Not- have you bought anything like that's truly irrational? Because it was like nothing on the shelf, and you just grabbed it. And when you got home, you just thought, like, what the fuck have I bought that for? Yeah, I bought a, a posture, a back posture helper. Right. You know, because I found my back posture's not very good, so I bought, like, a, a support brace. You've, you mean you bought a girdle? That's what you're trying to... No, it's I've seen specifically... Those, like, male, male support... <laughs> Garments. Is that what you're talking about? It's, it's a specific problem with my left shoulder blade. It's slightly out of position, causing muscular tension. <laughs> and I thought I better buy myself some sort of brace, like a back brace that goes around the shoulders, that pulls your shoulders back. It's a bra. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some, some, it's. Do you know what? I mean, it's not a, not a weird foodie thing. I just thought, you know what? I could I could have better posture? <laughs> right now, now I think about it, that is kind of irrational. Like, so yeah. So I mean, you started wearing bras. You're doing things. You're making food very slowly. So like, yeah. I mean, I think like. Yeah, I brought up food because I found myself in the, like the supermarket when it all went tits up, and uh, I was like, "Oh shit, there's none of this, there's none of that." So yeah, I just started like grabbing shit. What was your main? What was your main 
disappointment. What was the biggest disappointment where you went in and went, listen, I want one of that. I want some of this. And it wasn't there. Uh, nothing, nothing unusual. Like just, you know, just, just the normal shit that everyone else was pissed off about, like just bread and eggs and stuff. But like with like eggs, I got round to the egg aisle and I was like, oh, there's no fucking eggs. And like, you know how, how people like take all the shit out of the box, but like the, the boxes are still left up on the shelf. The bit, you, you mean, know, the containers, you, the empty so boxes. So there, stick, there were empty boxes, empty egg boxes. They'd been in the egg boxes and pinched the eggs and left the boxes. No, no, they're not um, uh, magpies. They're uh, like humans, you know. <laughs> That's, I don't, I don't raid nests. Bit. You know, it's not that bad. I haven't been like climbing trees in the park and like raiding nests for, for eggs. eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do like, I do like me breakfast, but uh, well, like, I mean, so uh, there were, there were just the cardboard container boxes, not of the eggs, but like the, you know, the, the the container boxes that the egg boxes are shipped in. Just so I was raking around in there, and like. I pulled one to the side and I saw there was like one box of eggs left and I was like, ooh, someone's left some eggs. So like, I saw, uh, I opened the lid up without looking and I saw the eggs and they were like white and I was like, oh, the white eggs, they must be posh. So I like put the lid back down because I was checking to see if they were broken. Put the lid back down and I saw there were duck eggs. So the only eggs on the shelves at that particular time a few weeks ago was like one box of duck eggs and I'd never had duck eggs in my life so privileged they were like they were £2.50 they were £2.50 and uh, I was you shouldn't be thinking of price in a time like this when there's only you should pay anything if you like eggs price shouldn't come into it well I'd never had duck eggs before right so I was just sort of like looking at the boxes have you ever seen like um like a wildlife program where you've got like a, a group of chimps right and they'll like put something unusual in amongst them that they've never seen before like a, <laughs> a remote controlled dog or something you know like a battery operated like toy and they'll just plonk it down and the chimps just sort of like sit around looking at it just like scratching the chins and like one of them is like brave enough to like scuttle up to it and go and like prod it and then run back. That, that was like what I was. I was like, am I really going to eat duck egg? <laughs> it's just an egg. It's an egg. Yeah. So yeah, I bought some. Duck Were you eggs. really doing that? Were you really like just scratching your chin and oh my god, can I eat this? Well, I was thinking like, why has everyone left them? Like, what's wrong with duck eggs? You know, I Nothing. mean, the price was one Not thing, but yeah, I don't know. Don't let price into it. So I bought like duck eggs and. Um, I bought some Angel Delight, which I thought, oh, there's a, there's a, there's a pudding, there's a, there's a dessert item I can put in there. Cupboard. You're really going to town on this, uh, like, <laughs> you're really going to town with your meals, mate. In this time of crisis, eggs and Angel Delight. <laughs> I know, like, I bet <laughs> there's, like, there's two meals sorted. I know, that's my sorted for the day. We're so like English, aren't we? I'm saying like the strangest thing I bought was duck eggs and Angel Delight, but there'll be like Americans who have like hoarding like ammunition and like <laughs> fucking gasoline for the flamethrower and suicide pills and shit and like yeah so <laughs> right. so anyway you what know, do you need a suicide pill when you've got a gun well if you run out of angel delight I mean there's only one way out when you've got no angel delight left and let's face it you know like fuck this life <laughs> fuck this I'm gonna get some if it's that good 
No, you're not getting any of mine. I, I, I don't know where you get it from. I'm going to end oh, this call now. The big financial. I mean, uh, I tell you what, though, like, I, I did go to the supermarket yesterday. The first time I went, it was pretty empty in there because people hadn't really caught on to like there. Like, there was food, but there was panic buying going on. But, like, I went down quite late at night and it was like, there was no one there, so I had a quite a nice shop. But like I went yesterday. Hold on a minute, hold on a minute. You've got to explain yourself there because. What do you mean? You mean like you went at night? There was nobody there. You had a nice quiet shop. You you could have just broken into the place while it was shut. Oh, don't be silly. I just, Is that what you're saying? No, I, and what I'm saying is it was like pretty empty the first time I went. But I went yesterday, <laughs> and it was like chocker, and people were wearing masks and stuff. But what I noticed was there was like. There was a lot of young younger guys my age, if you can class us as that, you know, but as being young. Oh, no. But, like, there were a lot of older people there, just, like, no masks on, just as if nothing had happened, as if you just get to a certain age and you think, well, I've lived this long, like, this isn't going to fucking... It's only the flu, in it? You know, it's not going to kill me. But uh, I thought that was just, like, a thing. So I was, I was telling somebody about it yesterday, and she was saying that... Uh, she says, no, no, like, old people have definitely got, like, a strange attitude towards it because, like, her gran had um, rang her daughter so, that you know, the gran's, like, 90 or something and she's trapped indoors. But she'd rang her daughter and she'd ordered her daughter to go to the shops and buy her um, cocktail cherries. So, yeah. Cocktail cherries? Cherries, yeah. Cherries. You know, like a glass of cherry. Yeah. She just really needed some, so that's what she needed at that particular point in time. So yeah. She just I had to have them. Think... Well, I suppose, you know, if you've got to have something, you've got to have something. As soon as I saw that uh that sports bra that I bought, I needed it. Sports bra. <laughs> are you think it's gonna like a, you think it's gonna make you it's gonna make you post- fit as well as sexy? <laughs> No, sorry, I didn't mean to say that. I meant like, uh, you know, a, a posture, support, <laughs> a back support. It sounds pretty good to me. I've been cooped up for three weeks, so. Uh, yeah, you want to give those thoughts to the big E. None of that. The big elbow. <laughs> big no elbow. carnal thoughts. No carnal thoughts at all. It'll, uh, it'll, be, it'll trouble you. It's just a <laughs> road of frustration, I think. You'll be troubled. <laughs> And we go down that road, yeah. So anyway, I, I think um, I think we've just launched straight into a, a conversation about coronavirus there, and we haven't really acknowledged the audience or anything, you know. Like, I just want to say it's good to talk to you again, and uh, I hope people are doing all right out there, you know, and just trying to bring a bit of a bit of lightness to the darkness there, to the dead down the yeah. drain audience, the fans. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Don't think of the mind-bending, torturous terror that's out on the streets. You know, like, think of just listening in and uh, letting me and me and John chill you out for the night, you know. Yeah. Not talking about death, you know, or... Transvestitism. Just, we're not, we're not going to talk about that. Duck eggs. <laughs> Duck eggs and angel delight. Uh, uh, that's never gonna. That's never gonna. Um, Took X and Angel delight. Got you've got us thinking now. Like, what? What are you thinking about? 
just what the nutritional benefits if I, if I'm in a corner is that gonna get us out of a tight spot you know bit of duck egg like, like nutritionally yeah yeah, if you're on a tight nutritionally, yeah, <laughs> duck egg and angel. How can I get out of this? I need that, that extra boost. Yeah, that extra boost of calories, and you know, just to, to help us over the edge. Yeah, I'm in a nutritional you dead end. You know, people, you know, would go for like a, maybe a sports drink, a sugary high sugar high calorie contented food. You know, just to just to get you through that. Just the extra push, you know, to do the extra mile. Yeah. Uh, and you would recommend instead of like a sugary sports drink, just pop pop, pop one in, pop a duck egg in, and uh, just dip it in a bit of angel delight, pop a duck egg in. <laughs> and <that'll... laughs> I reckon you could boil a duck egg, right? This is some, these are, we're going to start, this delight. is a new recipe segment, right? You boil a duck egg, right? You peel it, uh, you hard boil it. And then you get a bit of flour, and then you um, you mix Angel Delight with the flour, and then you basically make like a Scotch egg with Angel Delight crust. What, 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 how do you feel about that? Is this to pass out at sports events? Yeah, it's you Easter. It, it's because it's Easter. Honestly, I just do not know what day it is. I have no concept of time anymore. Yeah. I've not opened the curtains for how many days I've been here. Yeah. So yeah, you time know there's, a, is not you know there's a pandemic though, don't you? What? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? You know, I, I, I feel oh, I feel pretty bad about being cooped up indoors, right? But uh, like I felt even worse today because I got this. Um, you know, we're still getting the post and everything, right? So this leaflet came through the door today. And it happened to be like a government-issued one about the pandemic, right? And I've been reading this leaflet over and over all day, and I just can't make sense of this sentence, right? I think it, read, I think it reads one way, and other people think it reads another way, because I've, I've tried it, right? But what do you think, right? There's a big heading in, in the leaflet that says, Advice for those who are 70 and over, have an underlying health condition, or are pregnant. And I'm reading that as advice for those people who are 70 who are ill or are pregnant. Does that sound like that to you? <laughs> well, as, well, because you said it like that, I do like that. So basically, it's only for ill and pregnant 70-year-olds. Yes. <laughs> the, the, the two, the, the, I'll read it again. I'll read choices. it again, right? Advice, advice for those who are 70 and over have an underlying health condition or are pregnant. I can see what you've done. I can see how you've read it like, read it like that, yeah. You can do. But that's what happens when you're stuck in the house on your own for a couple of weeks. I just can't get I just can't get it out of my mind. I just don't know what to what do about, about this information. 70-year-old pregnant woman? Yeah. Is that the vision you've got? Oh my god! I'm, I'm, you know, I feel bad enough about me like sex life, but like reading this, I'm, I'm thinking, how many bloody people are seventy and pregnant? It's like, are you trying to think like one day you might, get, you know, get some seventy-year-old woman pregnant when you're in your eighties? Yeah, got a whole... <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to go to sports yeah. day in that, like as a ninety-five-year-old man. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I won't shit. be the only one, though. Like, according to this leaflet, I think there'd be a lot of them. It's everywhere. <laughs> you think you're safe at that age, don't you? Yeah. If you're an 80 year old, I don't have to wear anything. This should be good. That's probably what like gets you. That's probably how you pull more, though. You know, once you just relax and you just say, "All right, I, you know, I'm I'm over that now. I'm just going to chill out now. I'm not going to put too much pressure on myself." And then that's when you, you actually... mean like being like, promiscuous in the seventies? No, no. I mean like you know, maybe sometimes you just try too hard and you know you don't get anywhere. But then, so you get to seventy. I think this is what why the the, the seventy year olds are getting pregnant because like when you're a younger person, you're like, oh you get a certain age and you're like, oh, you know, I don't look good anymore. You know, I've got a few lines now. I'm going a bit bald or whatever. I'm a bit fat. So you think, oh, sod it. You know, I'm not going to worry about it anymore. So you let your guard down. And then as soon as you do that, you just suddenly turn into like, you just become more attractive because you're so relaxed. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's what's happening here. I think are people are getting... Are sick- you talking about me? You've just described... <laughs> <laughs> me, you know, wanna, you know, a few lines, a bit bald, a yeah. bit fat, yeah. a bit relaxed. Yeah, I just think in another 30 years, you know, you've you've got some good times coming your way, I think. You know, just try not well, to get anyone well, pregnant, that's all. <laughs> I don't think I'll, I don't think at the time I'll be thinking, thinking of that. But saying that there was a, a report in the paper about uh, Bernie Eccleston. Do you know who this guy is? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. He's just become a. He's gonna. He's got his girlfriend pregnant or his wife or whatever, and he's eighty nine. Fuck! I think I'm getting his post. <laughs> I, yeah, but his missus is only in her thirties. Doesn't say. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh dear. Dear, dear. I yeah. mean, he's a billionaire. Like, I mean, that's got nothing to do with it. Yeah. That's got nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, the dirty bitch. Do you know what I mean? 89 year old. Yeah. Oh my goodness me. 89. That's insane, isn't it? Like just being 89 is insane, but then being 89 with a, and having a potent erection, which could impregnate a woman, <laughs> is pretty crazy. You know? Do you think, do who do you think shocked? Do you think he's shocked? Probably, yeah. Or do you think yeah. she was shocked? Probably. Probably both. Anyway, I need a, I need a forwarding address so I can pass this on to him because he's got to stay indoors according to this. So. <laughs> I think he's, uh, he's enjoying himself too much staying indoors. So, <laughs> so oh, like, apart from panic buying, have you noticed any other crazy behaviour or anything like that, or or what? I haven't been out. I literally haven't been out. I've just sat and watched TV. You know, moved around slow, pissed myself a bit. And uh, you know, and then trying on the range of sport uh, back back posture devices that I've got. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, let the good that, times continue. It. So, have you noticed any difference now that there's a pandemic, or is it just business as usual, or, or what? In my in my life, yeah, has there been any change in my life whatsoever? No, uh, the takeaways are still delivering, and well, that's about it, really, isn't it? See, I've been holding back. I, you know, I love a curry, and uh, I've been holding back because, like, or any takeaway, you know, could be anywhere. I'm just wondering whether, what if the chef's got the rona? Do you know what I mean? Ah, uh, a rona, a rona, yeah, the that's rona. Right, yeah. You know, what if the chef's got the, the rona? rona? Like, that's what I'm wondering. So I, I haven't been I buying any. The, well, it depends what takeaway you're getting. If uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not that 
bigger fan of curries, so I would knock that on the head. But if uh, my pizzas, but I take my chance for the chow mein, like, do you know what I mean? Right. Definitely. The point of contact, though, so you got the chef, then you got the people bagging it up, then you've got the people delivering it to your house. So it's like it's a three, four person chain before you get the house. Well, exactly. That's, yeah. Did, yeah. Didn't you have like a chances, weird? Man. You were telling me on the phone the other day you had like a weird encounter with the the takeaway delivery driver. Do you want to? Oh, he's completely insane. Do you want to recount that to the audience because it was an interesting uh, little. Well, obviously, I don't do this exchange. a lot. Yeah. But I did get myself, uh, you know, some some food delivered. And the takeaway guy, I put I, I put the money in an envelope, you know, put it outside, and I just wanted to you know, knock on the door after he'd left. He'd take the money and just put the food down. He knocked on the door, and he was still there, and he was handing us this stuff, and I was like, fucking hell, man, why? Just fuck off. That's all I was thinking in my head. He didn't have any masks or gloves on or anything like that. He's passing this stuff, and he's going, you know what? You know, this is terrible. This, this is, you know, everybody's in isolation. And I've lost my me, me guitar lesson. I can't go to my guitar lesson once a week. And I'm, and my social life's down the pan. And I'm standing there just going, give us me fucking pizza and fuck off. Hey, don't be, don't be so nasty though. I mean, that might be that guy's ticket out of delivering pizzas, you know, it's when he, when he makes it big on the guitar, you know. <laughs> I mean, he's about, he's, he's about 62. Is he? <laughs> He's in his late fifties, early sixties. He maybe wants to up the frequency of lessons, like because it sounds like one a week's not going to get him there on time. It's like. not going to. He's not going to cut it now, is he? He could have been having one a week for fifty fucking years. We don't know. I he, didn't care. Two or three probably would have done it. Like, but I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Why he, he had to tell me? I'm just a random. He might, he might tell every fucking customer this. Every not how every door knocks on. I've lost my guitar lesson. What does he want me to do? Like, give him a guitar lesson? I was just about to suggest like, you... Or hug or something. Yeah, I mean, you play the guitar, you should have got him in and... Friend... Just sat him down. Should... Just sat him down and... Should... Just give him a hug and something. Give him a kiss on the butt of his head. Everything's going to be all right, mate. I'll, what what, I'll what are you out. talking about? Why have you gone to me... Why have you gone immediately to that? I was just going to suggest, like, give the guy a guitar lesson, send him on his way. You're talking about <laughs> holding him in a passionate embrace bit of a cuddle would you have the bra on in this scenario or no, no. I was I wasn't <laughs> alright all right, bra off <laughs> you know <laughs> in for a penny you in for a pound I'm telling you about a situation that happened where I was annoyed I wasn't going to help this guy okay all I wanted was me pizza and that's it I did everything that the go- you know I wasn't, wasn't going into contact I, I shut the door put the money on the step you know, he should have just taken the money, put the pizza down, knocked on the door, got in his car and fucked off. But no, we had to knock on the door with the money in the envelope in his hands going, I understand why you've done this. And I'm like, clearly you haven't. <laughs> clearly you haven't understood this at all. Oh, <laughs> God, it's like, a, um, it's like something you'd say when you're going through like a painful divorce. It's like, uh, I'm processing this information, but I, I totally understand why we've arrived at this conclusion. Um, but, you know, oh, I just want to yeah. let you know that it hurts, but I understand. <laughs> Jesus, man. Yeah, so 
after that after that statement, like, and he was just handing this, and I was, uh, I was, I was locked in. I was locked into his into his madness, wasn't that? Because I just wanted to be pizza. I oh, had he had you. Them. He had you. He had his. You know, that's the, that's the mark lessons. of a, mark of a master manipulator, that, like so. Uh, you, you shouldn't go back to that uh, takeaway again. Do you know what? I, know, I, I wasn't going to think in depth like that, but you're right. That's off my list now. Yeah. That place is gone. Yeah, move on. Fucking paid to be shit anyway. Well, yeah. Do you see how stressed I was getting just talking about that? Scarred. You know what I mean? Scarred. Yeah, I mean... Unbelievable. There's nothing worse in there. I understand why you've done this. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cryptic, like. That's a strange thing to say, isn't it? He's like holding it and his hands right in front of us, just like. Do you know what? I put a tip in that as well. Did you? I put a two pound tip in that. That's going to grind on me now. Fucking bastard. I don't know if Wait till you... this is all over. Wait till this is all over. I'm going to hunt him down. I don't know what the policy I'm gonna, is. I'm going to put free guitar lessons right in the local paper. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just going to wait for him to come to me. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> oh dear! It's like when it's like when Arnie sets all those traps for the predator at the clima- right. climax of the film. Get to the chopper, yeah, definitely. So you slipped him an envelope with a tip in. Yeah. Is, it, is that how you do business? Like, is it? This well, in, in this in this time of uncertainty. I wasn't wanting to be like exchange like I didn't want to get that close to the delivery dude. Yeah. You know, but obviously he wanted to get close to to me and probably every other person he delivers to that night. Yeah. Well So unfortunately. Strange uh, days, my friend. We're in yeah. strange days. The um, thing is I'm gonna remember this forever now. I'm gonna remember his face. And I'm sorry I, I don't feel for him because of his social life's gone down the pan. <laughs> oh dear. It makes you, it does raise a lot of questions. Like, you just start thinking, well, I wonder what norm, what social events he normally attends, you know? Like, what what's his normal proclivities, you know? Like, does he, is he a member of a, is he a Freemason? Does, is, he, is he in a ping pong club? Um, you know, is he, does he need to get out, maybe he gets outdoors a lot, maybe he's like a metal detectorist or something, I, I don't know. Well, that's just, that's just, like, the, the, the Hold on, let's have a think. He has no hobbies. He has no social life. He's a nighttime takeaway delivery man. That is his social life. All right, okay. He talks to people at the front of the door and he he, withheld, he withholds pizzas. That's what he does. He drags into his social situation and you have to like, ah, oh, yeah, I understand, mate. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. And then he hands the pizza over. He has to, he says a little statement and you have to listen, don't you? Because he hasn't had yeah. any of your fucking food. <laughs> So when did this happen? When when did this happen to you? Just literally, literally a week ago. (laughs) (laughs) I still still think about it. (laughs) Oh my god! I've got to get over this. I've got to get out. Yeah. You just sit. You just sit and fester and think about this. You know when there's nothing happening. Yeah. You just think, you know, and he, because of him, I've been in like self isolation for seven just, just in case. What he gave you the runner? I don't, I don't want the runner off him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear God. Yeah, I mean, 
when because we're so isolated now, like any sort of opportunity to observe other people, because it's in such a small, acute moment, you like kind of dwell on it for ages. Because, uh, like, I've I've been working from home, um, so I've been spending all day on the computer in the study, just like doing me doing me job. So the only opportunity I've had to go outside really is like I go for like a fifteen minute walk um, during my lunch break. And so how uh, do you avoid people? What do you do? Like do you like literally cross the road? I do, yeah. Well, actually, I, I, what I've taken to doing is just walking down the back lane because there's a lot of like back lanes around here, so you can just like walk for the length of the street and back, and like it takes about fifteen minutes, and like you don't see anyone. So I'm not really seeing people when I go out on my walk either. Apart from the other day, I saw something like really strange, which is haunting me. I don't know if you can shed any light on this, but I'll try and recreate like what was happening. If you if you're willing to do that, right? I'm I'm listening. So I, like it was a nice sunny day. It was like two three days ago or something, and I um I left the house on my walk and I walked like down towards the coast direction. Like I went eastward. And then I turned around and I, I came back and uh, I got, because I was kind of starting in the middle of the str- middle of the walk, I walked to one end and then I walked past the middle again and go like as far as I can in the other direction. And when I got like to the other end of the walk, I saw like a red van sort of come to a, an abrupt halt and then... Uh, I heard someone like angrily get out of the van and like go to the front of the van and he was like sort of shouting, like not shouting, he was just like, on, you know, when you start cursing to yourself, you're just like, oh, bloody hell, man, oh, fucking hell, you know. And uh, so when I got a bit close, I saw it was a postman, right? And uh, I was thinking delivery man, I was thinking delivery yeah, van, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there was this red post van and there was a young guy, maybe about 32 or something, postman in his uniform and he'd gone around the front of his van and the reason he'd stopped in the middle of the street is because there was a discarded Christmas tree in front of the van and it was blocking his path so he got out of the van and instead of just like kicking it out the way or whatever he was kind of like thrashing it about so after not seeing anyone for days I just got this like weird vision of this uniformed like post worker just thrashing this Christmas tree on like a sunny day in the middle of Easter <laughs> and I just started thinking like this is what happens when you walk in back lanes man you got to stay out of them I was just thinking like why is he so angry and then I was like well who's just who's throwing a fucking Christmas tree out in in April like what and then I was thinking what what have they have they, have they had Christmas decorations up until late March like yeah. Do you know what? I'm, I'm, that's completely through me, actually. What What do you think was going on there? Well, you've explained it very, you know, precisely, I think. Uh, like, exactly. How it got into the middle of the road, who knows? Do you think someone dumped it out of a moving... I'd be quite ashamed, actually, putting a Christmas tree out, <laughs> like, now. How do you get? How do you throw a Christmas tree over a car window? Of a moving vehicle. Well, I reckon you'd throw the the stump. You'd have to have a pickup. You'd, you'd have got... to have like a pickup truck or something. No, you could do it from a hatchback, but you'd have to do it stump first. Because, like, if you think of the way the the branches, the direction the branches go, if you went stump first, they would like fold. 
the right way and they would go out the window. Whereas if you went like the thin end first, all the branches would fan out. If you listen, can you hear yourself? This is what we're, this is what we're talking about. This is what happens when we stop in. We're discussing how to throw a Christmas tree out of a hatchback. And why was that, guys? Why, why was the postman so angry? He could easily Postmen just... are always angry. Postmen are just angry. All right. You were a postman. I was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just anger. Because they, they still have to go to work while everybody's getting paid off the government. Yeah, sitting out. that is They're a like, source of anger. I've, I've still got to get up at four, four o'clock in the morning and walk around the streets. And there's nobody uh, There's nobody to talk to Well, that was, that was what the delivery driver, the patent guy, was concerned about. There was no one to talk to anymore. So Honestly, listen, I feel sorry for the postman going around his house. He'll be sitting waiting for the post, won't he? He's the postman again. Open the door. I've still have another guitar lesson. Aye, but like, he doesn't have any power in that situation though, does he? He can't keep the postman at the door. Ah, uh, the postman might be wearing, yeah, 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 yeah. I think the postman's Jewels. got the upper hand in that exchange because like, he doesn't really have a good reason to keep the postie at the door, so, yeah. Nah, in and out straight away. So you went out, you saw this crazy situation happening, an angry man. Yeah. And uh, then you went back to work. Yeah, but that's been haunting me ever since. I just it was just a strange little sort of moment, you know. And I don't think I'll ever fully understand what I saw. You know. No, take pictures next time. Get you, your phone you, out. You're saying that, but like you, you just don't think to. In the moment, you're just like, oh, that's a bit odd. And then you just, it's when you walk away from the scene. That's when. Okay. It starts well, like, then the next time you have a walk, just get your get your camera out, and then if it's a bit dodgy, just start taking pictures. Right. You That's sound, sound, sound advice in this times of crisis from Doctor Wilson there, and uh, you're yeah. the the other host, which is uh, me. <laughs> did, <laughs> did we ever establish a nickname for me? I'm one of those people. I've just never had a nickname in my entire life. Isn't that sad? I don't know. People, some people with. Uh, would you want a nickname? What do you want to be called? It doesn't work like that. You can't pick your nickname, can you? Well, I'm just giving you. It's a hypothetical situation, right? If you could. Pick your own nickname. And don't yeah. say someone like Ace. Yes. Do you know what I mean? A big man. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what, I mean? what would you like to be called? What would my nickname be? Um, well, what do you think my main characteristics are? Because like, a lot of people's nicknames are just like, because they've got a certain like look or like they just did something stupid once and they get like... That's never the stigma never leaves them. You know what I mean? They make one mistake and then that's it forever. Like so. Well, yeah, you kind of have got a nickname, but I don't think anybody's told you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I mean, well, it's this wasn't. I, I didn't say this. Oh God! Other people have like pointed this out. Am I, I going mean, to dwell on this in isolation? Is this a good thing to tell us right now? Yeah, well, it's okay. You want the truth. <laughs> <laughs> fuck come on then well it's it's miserable John who the fuck's been calling us that like everybody miserable John now it should be angry John accepted <laughs> <laughs> cause I'm miserable after talk to you you see I the best deal. form of defence is attack <laughs> I'll take this on board it's okay Nothing's going to change in your life. Everything's all right. <laughs> Miserable, John. Well, I mean, yeah, exactly what that's exactly what I said. <laughs> so people get people get a nickname based on like their uh, 
primary uh, characteristics. So whoever came up with that one, well done. Very observant. Not better about that at all. I talk. I could have you made know. this up. I could. This. This. This might not be true. Who knows? Yeah. This could be all be a dream. Yeah. Right. Don't worry about it. Anyway, let's move on. Eh? <laughs> anyway, this might cheer you up. Um, yeah, I think that's enough about the coronavirus. Like, I mean, uh, it is what it is. You know. Um, maybe we'll be back next week, and we'll. Uh, we'll we've said our bit about it. Are, you, are we only gonna come? Are we only gonna do another podcast when there's the next pandemic? It's <laughs> like a time ap- frame. Apocalyptic event. No, apocalyptic no. events. Last time was a nasty storm, wasn't it? There was a nasty, nasty, nasty storm. Yeah. So no, next think... time there's something bad happens, we'll have a little go. That's down to the audience. I mean, listen, if they want to get in touch and tell us like they're enjoying the show uh, and they're glad to hear us back, then get in touch and, you know, you might convince us. We're not in retirement. It's just like, you know, we just haven't done it. But, uh, you know, the time is right at night send a positive positive vibes to the nation you know despite being a miserable cunt that's what you know that's what I'm told all I'm trying to do is the right thing and I just get fucking just like spat back in my face you know what I mean but like whatever (laughs) Um, you're doing a good job you're doing a good job hiding your feelings from everybody John that's one of the best things that over taking on the chin that's my uh, motto you know just take take it in me stride show the show must go on Anyway, so, you know, if you want us to keep going, um, send your emails to deaddownthedrain at outlook.com and uh, we'll, we'll like to hear your opinions on the matter, you know. What was so, that again? That was deaddownthedrain at outlook.com. Um, I'm going to remember that. Speaking of um, speaking of contact from the audience, in this two-year hiatus, we did actually get one email. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. Um, I've got it right here. Um, this is episode 13, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that. So it's an unlucky number. So it's kind of very poignant, isn't it, for these, the, the times that we're in. But uh, yeah, someone, yeah, well, yeah, someone sent a, a letter in for episode 13. So I've got it here. Should I read this out? Or? Yeah, well, I've not heard it, yeah. All right, okay. Right, um, okay. Uh, it's a female fan, actually. Um Okay, this starts. How can you tell? How can you tell? Well, I can tell by the, the name. It's... <laughs> oh, it was an email. Name, it was an email. Um, oh my god! Yeah. Something. Yeah. <laughs> Did you smell the screen of the computer for the scent? Um, I'm very. What inter- does it say? You've got a very good sense of smell. That's all I can tell you. Um, all right, this email. Here we go. It starts. It says, "All right, boys." My name's Fran and I'm a fitness instructor from Derby. In 2002, I won the BBC's SAS Jungle Tough Enough competition and I love extreme sports and physical activity. In fact, I've got so many friends on Facebook, I was awarded the nickname Demolition Fran. There you go, it's from a lady. With all that aside, the main thing I'm famous for is inventing the squat curl. The SAS lads used to love it when I'd squat down and bust out a few curls in front of them. At the time, I could manage about two curls before having to strain and really force out that last curl. I remember going beetroot red, but the lads cheering helped me finish my business. That footage never made it onto the BBC show. 
but the lads recorded plenty of video on their mobile phones to watch back at the barracks. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever turn the podcast into a YouTube channel, give me a shout and I'll come and show Dr. Wilson how to perform a squat curl with the correct form. <laughs> All the best, Demolition Fran. Jesus. <laughs> so yeah, we do have one one fan at least. So yeah, if you want to get in touch, email us at um, deaddownthedrain at outlook.com and we'll read them out on the show. So you know where to find us. Oh Jesus man, that's got us mad. Hey, that was a special what a be- special what a beautiful. Man. What a beautiful message. We're talking about, like, you, you, you weren't sure what to do in terms of your fitness regime, and there you go. You could learn how to do squat curls. <laughs> Brilliant. No no video or yeah. anything attached, just, just an email, so. Do you want audio? <laughs> well, <laughs> do you still want to smell this email, or, or what? No. <laughs> Oh dear. Oh god. Demolition Fran. Demolition Fran. Oh dear, 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 dear. I'd like to meet her. <laughs> <laughs> Would you? Wow. Wow. <clears throat> Alright, so um Yeah. Just to let you know, you're listening to Dead Down the Drain. Late night loveliness recorded deep in the scorched earth hellhole known as Sunderland. Yeah, we're going to bring some sunshine to everybody's life by reading out uh, a lovely email by Demolition Fran. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I can't believe we just uh, we got one email. Yeah. I feel privileged that we've went out and touched somebody. Have you? <clears throat> we've touched the hearts. Don't drag me into it. We've touched the hearts of the nation with our top squalid talk. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um I mean some people have described this as toilet humour, this podcast, but I mean I, I think, you know, it's really nice. What a to, load of shit. What a load of shit that is. It's nice to get that t- sort of praise, but I mean, you know, if we were, if 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 we could reach the heights of toilet humour, I think would be really like I could really say we've achieved something, but like, you know, it's aspirational, that isn't it? You know, I think it's a good aspiration. We'll get there one day. We'll get there. Um, right, well, okay, so we've got the letters out of the way. I think we should move on to like the, um, we've got about 15 minutes left. Um, do you want to do, uh, I was wondering if you want to talk about the Tiger King or, or do you want to do Pineapple the Truth? Uh, I'll leave it up to you. Or do both? I'll leave it up to you. Whatever you think's right. Um, I'll tell you what we'll do we'll do the pineapple of truth because uh, we'll save the Tiger King for next time because a lot of people are watching that at the minute you know and it'll be something to talk about next time yeah you don't want to spoil it for anybody no alright um, okay pineapple of truth you know I've, I've got these show notes here and they've been hanging around for um, a couple of years you know because I, I would often like start a show notes document and just think oh, I'll talk about that I'll talk about this but like you know, this has been left for a couple of years. So some of the some of the points I'm going to raise here, like some of the names I'm going to mention, are a little bit out of date. And I think there's probably a couple of people who could add to this list. But um, it's all going to make sense in a minute, right? So 
first question uh, with the pineapple of truth I give to you is uh, which recently deceased celebrity celebrity would you take as your wingman and why? Okay, so I've got a list here. Right, go on. All right, so you've got Leslie Grantham, Jim Bourne, Ken Dodd, Dill Winton, Eric Bristow. <laughs> Eric Bristow. <laughs> what the fuck would you do with Eric Bristow? Why, why, why did Eric Bristow warrant a laugh? Where Ken Dodd, Ken Dodd didn't even get a titter? <laughs> yeah, but Ken Dodd's a comedian. I'm just thinking, like, what? how could you go out on the pull with Eric Bristow? <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> what, what the darts you... fans out there? There's a lot of darts fans. You're not going to go dancing, are you? Well, I don't know. Maybe he's... I suppose... Uh, sorry, I'm being too judgy here. Uh, like, so Eric Bristow, Vern Troyer, <laughs> Lemmy, David Guest, Peter Stringfellow. Damn, mate. Damn, mate. So, like... i tell you what, like, that'll be a cracking night out with all that, lot. <laughs> Would you take all of them? <laughs> Just in a big group. Just a big group. Everybody's got the specialties. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean, they need us. Dodge when he's tickling sticks. He'd be first one to get locked up, though, wouldn't he? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they I don't think Dodd Dod wouldn't do any... I'll tell you what would happen with Dodd is, like, you'd be on the dance floor or something, or you'd get cracking onto someone, and you'd be getting somewhere, and then he would, like, mosey all over, mosey over, and he would just, like, creep... Pe- do you not think he would creep people out? Trying to tickle them and stuff and like just tickle. I, I don't know. I'm thinking that the freak, the freak you want will be guest. Do guest would freak me out. Never mind anybody else. He'd f- fucking face, man. I think he's a bit of a marmite sort of character, though. It's like his face looks like marmite. Well, I think that's what he uses. Is like his hair dye and his beard dye. I don't know if you ever saw him. He was fairly. Uh, he was coloured in. You know. He was he was definitely a pain by you've numbers. Go, you've got to go by you've got to go by past records. I definitely pick Stringfellow, mate. Like Stringfellow knows his business. Yeah, you know, no matter what you say about the man, he can always pull a bird. Did Stringfellow nothing to do with? He was a millionaire. Nothing to do with that at all. You know, Stringfellow. He's got crazy hair, and uh, <coughs> I think in these times today, he's like unpopular. Just did, of you his ever, did you ever hear a bad story about him? Did you ever hear that he was like sexist or like, he, you know, he was horrible to women, you know? I, I never heard a single bad thing about him. Just he had crazy hair and people didn't like him because he had a strip club. So they just associate him with like treating people badly. But I don't think I ever heard anything bad about him. He's trying to say he was a good employer. He was a good employer. I don't, don't know what I'm trying to say. I just think uh, he liked these la- nah, like ladies. Wait, wait. He's probably perfectly respectful and nice person, you know. Well, yeah, going for Stringfellow then. He's my wingman. Who would you go for? Um, so Leslie Grantham. I don't know what he would bring to the mix, like dirty den, <laughs> dirty den. I don't know. Was he? Did he have much cracker? Like, I don't. I don't know. I don't know who this man is. Dirty den from EastEnders. I don't watch EastEnders. Uh, fair enough. Jim Bourne? Super smashing, lovely. Super smashing. Good old Jim. I don't know where he fits into the whole dating game, Jim Bourne. Yeah, man. He'd be hanging about with Eric, wouldn't he, really? Do you know what I mean? Him and Eric will get on fine. I think Jim's the type oh, who's right. just like a... He likes a Sunday dinner. 
he likes a couple of pints in the club on an afternoon and uh, yeah I don't think he'd be much good here like really in the, in a the, in the wingman scenario so it was actually lovely to be perfectly oh, oh. honest so Eric Bristow <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle it. He's just bringing the dark. I can't handle it. Just can't handle Eric. Yeah, the thought of Eric Bristow is just uh, yeah, it, it's so it's it's such an odd notion of taking Eric Bristow out on the pull that I think I would go for it. Right. Okay. <laughs> I think. I think. If I was serious about like meeting a woman, I think I would take Eric Bristol. <laughs> Pull yourself together, man. Oh my god! Try and stay calm. I can't handle it. But what it was, like, say like there's Lem- Lemmy as well, but like he's just totally disgusting. I mean, I'm sure some. You know, the thing about thing about all these people is like some some women are going to love them, but that's not necessarily what you want. What about you say? What about Dale? Dale had wives. They all had wives. These guys, man. What about Dale Winton though? He's got like a great sense of humour. No, he's he, really he friendly. He didn't have a wife. Did he think about? Yeah, but no, like, you know, he's a he was a gay man. But the thing is, what what his attribute is from your perspective is, you know, he's gonna like charm people. He's gonna be really friendly, good to be around. But ultimately, he's not interested in in in, in the people that you're interested in. So it's like a win. I think he should. I think he should go with you. I'm not saying nothing about you. Uh, your personality, but if he's the charming, nice one, then he wants to be going with you. You need him. Are you saying I'm miserable? Like, I didn't say that. I didn't <laughs> say those words. Didn't, didn't, didn't leave me mouth. Yeah, well, I'll I'll rewind to like twenty eight minutes past or whatever, and I'll I'll go over again what you said because like, uh, yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You need somebody with a bubbly personality if you go on the pole, mate. Well, that's why I'm taking Eric Bristol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. See, I've got a soft spot for David Guest as well, but he's just too weird. I don't know if I could... I think I would end up, like, rejecting him. I think I would go... I would set out with good intentions, but after about 45 minutes, I'd just be like, oh, I've got to, I've got to dump this guy. He's weird. He's a strange man. You know? I'd I keep mean, looking that, at that, might, that might be mutual. Do you know what I mean? If you, David Guest, might be just going, I've got to get out of here. He's so strange. <laughs> just so miserable. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, God, yeah, sorry. sorry I wonder if in heaven, these people are sitting on a podcast trying to decide which one of us two they would take out on a, on the pole. Well, that's, that's obvious, isn't it? Anyway, we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's see your verdict again. Um, which which recently deceased celebrity would you take as your wingman, and why? What's your answer? It's definitely Stringfellow. He's a legend. And why? And, uh, his record speaks for himself, man. He was about what was he about eighty, seventy, sixty, whatever he was. He always had somebody twenty years, thirty years younger than him. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, passed when he was like fifty. I thought that wouldn't be very good, but uh, yeah, I always got the younger lady. Always did well with the ladies, did Peter? Well, truth accepted. Um, Excellent. Me, I think I'm going to go with Eric <laughs> Bristol because <laughs> the <laughs> the weirdness of the situation. Uh, the crafty Cockney. The crafty Cockney. 
yeah, I just, it's just the least obvious one on there and I just don't know what would happen. Um, I'm too miserable to pull anyway, so I may as well just have a game of darts and get pissed where it. So, sounds like yeah. a good night. You're going to have a good night anyway, aren't you? Yeah. Truth accepted. All right. Um, do you have any pineapples of truth? I haven't, no. I'm unprepared in the pineapples ways, you know, so we'll have to delve into your pineapple. All right, I do have another one. Um, this is probably going to be the last one for the day, um, for this episode. But, um, yeah, hopefully we'll be back soon. Uh, this, this is actually over a phone call. We haven't recorded like this before, and uh, I think it's been going all right, actually. You know, so I don't know. How do you feel about it? I'm very happy. Are you good? Are I'm you relaxed? Very happy. Are you relaxed? I'm I'm very relaxed. Are you, you too know, relaxed? I've, I've been moving very slowly around this room <laughs> right. today for the last. I mean, I've yeah, literally, I've only moved me, me mouth and me eye brows. <laughs> hey, you take no, an easy, big guy. All right. No, no energy has been uh, used here. All right. save energy in, in times of crisis. All right. So. Okay, we'll we'll do this final pineapple truth and then uh, we'll call it a night. So, um, yeah, I suppose we were talking about a lot of the names we brought up in that last list were a lot of like kind of old school um, guys in terms of the values, you know, a lot of like sort of 70s values, you know, the archetype, the macho guy, I suppose, you know, you could class a lot of those people in that list. Um, so... I think maybe to, to share another, you know, like look from another perspective um, and faced with a fast approaching sort of gender neutral future, it's only natural that um, men are going to have to share the burden of childbirth. So if you had the choice, would you chicken out and get a male caesarean or would you do the natural thing and bring a child into the world via your anus? Anal birth? Yeah. Sorry, just run this past, past again. This, this one, this again. You, <laughs> Do you want to read this? Out? Read it again. So in this gen, right? Yeah, go on again. I just, I'm, I'm trying to, yeah, say that again. Yeah, well, we're moving towards a gen, gender neutral future, aren't we? You know, the the old archetypes of male and female are all confused. You know, increasingly so, and people are free to like sort of choose whatever way they want to portray themselves in the world now which is a great thing but it's not fair that men have the sole sorry f females have the sole responsibility for childbirth is it I mean that's not fair so in the future it's inevitable that men are going to have to bear children too are we in agreement there I mean <coughs> so me this seems I mean obviously yeah I understand now yeah it's a very straightforward and simple question, answer so, the, so, the, uh, so I would the, go for the, that, the natural I mean, I have a five pound shit every day anyway. <laughs> right. You know, I give birth every goddamn morning <laughs> in that respect. Yeah. After the stuff I've eaten the night before. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I've been eating a lot of rice recently as well, and I backs you up a bit. Backs you up a bit. You know, so there's a bit of stretching going on, but so, yeah, I have so a four five pound bit. So you're saying the birth canal is prepared, like, is it? You've paved the way. It wouldn't be a problem. It wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> hey, you I should, you should maybe read this leaflet I got. 
right? Well. So, I mean, that was an easy one for me to answer. That was straight away, you know. You should try to eat a lot of rice, you know, it backs you up a bit, and then when it finally pops out, oh, I think childbirth will be easier. It's a lot less painful. What about your figure? Are you not worried you, you wouldn't get your figure back? Have you seen me, John? <laughs>